Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent hanging out in the Lucas Oil pits. And again, as we kick off the 2013 NHRA season, joining us now, wanting the one of the winningest drivers in NHRA history, Larry Dixon. Where do you stand on the wins list? Not high enough up. How's that? I don't know. Really, I don't. Who was it that he surpassed when back back in the day that we both went? Wow. Larry Dixon just surpassed, was it Bernstein or Perdome or somebody? For, for me, it was Garlitz. I mean, that, that was yeah, the one. Was, I mean, because he's, you know, the king. And it, it's, not even, it's not even a fair comparison because w- when he was the man back in the day, you know, I mean, he walked on water in the 60s, 70s, all the way through the 80s. You know, they only ran, you know, when he started, there was only two races, national events. And then, you, you know, then there was 12 or something. I mean, there wasn't a lot of races. So when he won the whole season, you know, it was three. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so it's not fair you know and i've never won a whole season like those guys did it's just so the way they have 24 events a year you can run the numbers up a little bit but but being in the same sense as garlitz it's it's very humbling and very honoring now larry dixon i gotta say you got me at the rope once years ago i think it was you <laughs> when he when i was talking about top fuel and that there was it wasn't enough cars oh. And you're beating up our category. I was beating up on the category. Yeah, I remember and now. You, and, yeah. you got, and you got me. You beat me up. I deserved it. <laughs> no. And, and uh, I've never forgotten just, that. Just try to shed some light. That's yeah. all. <laughs> and I, no, I deserved it. And now the, the top fuel category is running as fast and as huge. And it's almost like bracket cars. These guys are out here running numbers that are unbelievable. It's tight. I mean, but it goes, you go through the years of funny cars and dragsters. I mean, you know, you go you go back into the 80s when they, when they were first running in the four-second zone. Everybody jumped on the, the dragster bandwagon. And then all of a sudden it was like once they had done all of that, then all of a sudden, uh, then it's the funny cars turn to do it. And then everybody's jumping on that bandwagon, new cars coming out and all that. And then that's the big deal. And it's you just got to ride it out, you know. And it, it comes around. And, and now it's back coming around again. You see Leah Pruitt out here. You know, uh, Brittany Force, I mean, rookies out here competing, and they're in the top fuel class. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's our day in the sun right now. And That's exactly back. what he said a couple I know years you ago. Said, yeah. You said you were here, but you're back now, and that's yeah. cool. You need to be back. You, you, you have to be in the in the field. And, uh, let me tell you what, when, you're, when it's 12 degrees out and you're, like, working out in Indianapolis and you're running, now you have a purpose. Like, you go, yeah, it's because I'm going to Pomona and I'm going to race, not just help announce. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's been great. Uh, you know, I really got to thank the, the Rapisarda family and, and Lee Beard for, uh, you know, looking at me. I mean, they called me and I was, uh, I was honored and I was honored. We talked for maybe a whole hour about it and said, man, let's go. A whole hour? A whole hour. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but was, you knew in the first five minutes. <laughs> no, it, it's, uh, I mean, the, the way Lee Beard runs a program, if you see all the teams that he's been with, the Larry Miners, the Joe Gibbs, the Don Schumachers, everything he does, uh, I was telling somebody, a reporter earlier, he's, it, it's like he went through the Roger Penske school of, you know, training just on how, how the pitch should lay out how the team should be dressed, how, how the car is wired, I mean, all the, how all the fuel lines lay, how the tools lay in the toolbox. I mean, it's, you know, starting out from scratch. And this just was on January 7th, man. And it's just, a, I mean, it, it's like extreme makeover NHRA style over you here at the Rapid Camp. Larry Dixon, you got another ring, and I see that ring on it's there. A, 
Matt Hagen bought his bought his in here. I see yours is looking it, as good as his. What? It's it, but it's old, man. It's oh. tw- twenty ten. That is old. There, there's a new model out. It's going to say Mellow Yellow on it, and they're going to give it to somebody at the end of the year. I, you know, I I would dig it if it said Dixon again. You on know, it. hold on a second. You do. You have you have a Winston, right? I don't have a Winston. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you have you have a Powerade. Couple you have Power a full throttle. Yeah. It, okay, you're right. You need a Mellow Yellow now. Yeah, absolutely. Along with everybody else on the list, right? <laughs> so, so Dixon, share with the Freak Nation. Is this a a full time ride for the full year at this point? It's a full time for 14 events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's on. It, it's on really the it, first fourteen or a particular fourteen. Well, we 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 well, it started out as twelve, and then we we just added these first two events a week ago. So I mean, we're here, and it's like you know our first test run of the season is going to come here in an hour. You know, so it's going to be it's going to be tight. I mean, literally, the paint's still wet over there. I'm still putting decals on. Got patches to sew on the 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 driving suit, and I mean, it's just. Uh, it's been hectic, but really, 14 races is what Sano Rapisard, and he has a crane business down in Australia. And, you know, how, how are we helping sell cranes? We're not. He's, he just loves drag racing and wants to come over here and compete with the big dogs. No different than what you see some of the guys over at, uh, the Phoenix Racing Team over in uh, uh, NASCAR. Same kind of deal. He loves this deal. And if I, if I can uh, find some bones for him and, and throw them into the pile... Uh, you know, we can we can start adding races. You know, we need to fill up the Western Swing. We need to do a couple others. And he's committed. If we're in the top ten, we'll run the last six. So um, I, I got a little bit of work to do, and I'm down with that. You know, I, I'm, uh, I'm honored wow. with the opportunity. And the equipment that's over there, Lee Beard, I mean, it. you know, we, we want for nothing as far as the equipment goes. We just need to we, – we need some help on, the, on uh, just being able to – run those extra races the west coast swing though for aussies that's a that's a great place to just say hey let's entertain come up here let's have fun three great tracks too i mean and and just the the towns themselves are they're awesome golden napa yeah Yeah, it doesn't get any better than that i know yeah yeah come on australians spend some money come over here have a vacation so so i'm working on it maybe that's part of the deal maybe you could set up a a three was that two or three weeks have the people from Australia come over as a vacation to tour those three events and come over as fans and the whole deal. Throw some shrimp on the barbie. Throw man. some shrimp on the barbie. We're on it. <laughs> then what's realistic for you guys this year? What's realistic? Yeah, what's realistic? Are, are, are wins realistic for you? I, I, you know, I see a single car effort. Steve Torrance, he, won, he knocked off three wins, should have had six or seven last year. Um, so you tell me. And, and you got a guy like Lee Beard. I... I I, would, I think Lee Beard would be disappointed if it wasn't a top five effort. I mean, we haven't come out and said anything or whatever, but everything that he's rubbed on, that, that's kind of how he's run. You know, whether it's been a small team like a David Powers or a powerhouse like a Schumacher or a Joe Gibbs team. I mean, he's always and, – and from that standpoint, inventory, you know, we're wanting for nothing on that side of it. I mean, we've got the best equipment that money can buy. There's a I, lot of Lee Beard in this conversation, though. You are the man behind you. You're grabbing the butterfly. Oh yeah. So I mean, a lot of it has to be Larry Dixon too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, you know Muhammad Ali had Angelo Dundee. You know, so I mean, it's a package. You need the whole. You need everybody. Uh, you know, rowing in the same direction, and it, and it's a team effort. So, 
Uh, I know Lee's going to bring everything he can. I know I certainly am going to do everything I can to. Uh, uh, Don't waste those runs in 12 degree weather. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're you know, definitely bringing it. Yeah, you just. I mean, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. You know, we need everybody on the team. I mean, we've got. How about this? One of our crew guys on our team uh, came from Antron Brown's championship team. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and I, you know, and I got, you know, you're talking to the guys and stuff like that. And I'm like, so where, you know, where were you at? I was like, it's like I was on Antron's team. I'm like, oh, yeah, what year? And he's like, I was just there. And I'm like, you're kidding me. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, you left the world champ. The, the best, the pinnacle the, of, of where, whatever level, whether you're driving, tuning, crewing, that's it, right? He, he quit. He's over here. And I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm honored, man. I shook his hand and said, thank you, man. This is, it's bitching. We've got a great group of guys over there. We're, wow. we're, not, we're want, not wanting on the skill level either. On I, remember, I remember oh, gosh, one year yeah. when Tony Pedragon first started his funny car team. I was there when they were opening up boxes when the first – uh, winter testing happened. They were opening up box. What's in here? And it was like Christmas. Oh, every and day, it, man. It sounds like you guys are doing the same. He won a championship out of that. Yep. There's a, you know, there's your ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it's it, not impossible. I think you, we've got a lot of people there that have won championships, and they have an understanding of what it takes. How hard it is. Yes. What you need to worry about and what you don't need to worry about. And, and having that kind of structure in place. And Lee's... Uh, Lee's been doing a great job, and I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to give him everything I can. This is going to be fun to watch. It this is, is going to be, be a fun. lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. A lot of big dogs out there, and, you know, hopefully we can get in the dance with them. Larry Dixon joins us here in the Lucas Oil Pits. Crash, Kenny, Statman. What's the, what was the biggest letdown over these two years of not being in that fueler? Um, one. Hey. What? Yeah, just well, one I mean, year. for a full season, because it's 2010. Now, well, I, 11, I finished fourth at Allen Abbey, um, and then just uh, and and then we parted at the end of uh, right. 11. So I was off for 12. Ran yeah. a couple races to fill in for the dotes until uh, they could get uh, Leah Pruitt licensed and get her going. Um, yeah, the, the the biggest thing was is you know, when I'm at the track for the last 25 years, whether it was crewing or driving, I've always been underneath that awning and doing whatever it takes to get your car prepped and ready to win. You know, you come over, you do an interview, but then you go right back to the pit area. And everything I was doing last year coming to the races, and I probably missed maybe four or five of them, I wasn't underneath the awning working on the cars. I was doing everything else. So I really got to see what the entertainment package is when you come to an NHRA event. What's going on when, you know, the guys are back in the pit? What they're doing up on the starting line to entertain the fans? What's going on on the midway? I got to see all of that. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm selling now that I haven't had yeah, to do exactly. for, for all those other years. So it was it was a good learning. You know, I it wasn't a lost season by any means. Got to hang out with Bob Fry up in the booth. I mean, that was his last season announcing. Got to do some ESPN shows on the on the Lucas Oil, the Sportsman Show, and the, and the uh, pro shows as well, too. So getting some more time behind the mic was uh, really good. And, and it's all of it was it was good. It was uh, there wasn't. Nothing, nothing bad about it. It was, you, it was all up, learning. Did you beat up any more journalists on the rope? No, <laughs> no, no. Just try to shed some light, man. <laughs> just shed some light is all. That's so true, though. That you learned last year. Now, how you can sell yourself yeah. maybe differently this year? Huge. Well, huge. Selling our sport because yeah, sport. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, we live and breathe it, and we think everybody knows about it. And then you go, you go, oh, you race, and you're like, you mean like Jeff Gordon? No, oh, I can't not like Jeff. Jeff. But but yeah. that kind of stuff happens, and, and so you you know educating 
educating people on our sport. I mean, that's been the, the biggest thing, whether it's, whether it's a fan or w- whether it's a company or, you know, some corporation. So, I mean, it, it, it's a whole educational process, and it's really – it was good for me. I, I, I got a – like I said, you know, even hospitality. This is a – People don't even know that that don't come to a drag race. They go to events, whether it's an NBA game or a football game or or even a NASCAR race, when they get hospitality. You know, they think it's a big deal and all that stuff. And it is a big deal. But do you know how far away you are from the players? You know, you're a mile away from it. Not at an NHRA event. The players, you're right. You're in the locker room while it's all going on. There is not another sport that you have that kind of access. And we have that to sell. IndyCar can't do that. The NFL can't do that. The NBA, nobody can do that. NHRA can do that. That's that's awesome. And and I, it's like I take it for granted. It, until you go to another, you know, you go to an F one race or something like that, and it's like you want to get in the pit area. Oh, you can't do that. And I'm like, really? Like I'm a driver. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 nobody gets to do that kind of stuff. You can at an NHRA race, and you can walk up to the window. You know, you you pay your money. You're in the pit area. You have that kind of access. You could go get an autograph from Morgan or John Force or whoever your guy is or, or girl. And, and that's the one thing I dig about our sport. I take for granted because I grew up in it. But when you go to other sporting events, you understand this is a this is a privilege that people get to that can do this kind of stuff. Larry Dixon selling the sport like nobody could. What do you think, Kenny? Man, you just did it, didn't you? That was huge. Larry what, Dick- will you come back to the races now? Danny Trey? If we're lucky enough. All right. <laughs> Larry Dixon, hey, real quick, what's the biggest travesty about not having a guy like Don the Snake Perdome here? Uh, the, the biggest thing, I mean, it, it, you could add Kenny Bernstein and Don Garlitz and Bob Glidden and, and having those those names out there. And I think, I mean, ultimately it comes down to funding. And, and here again, I keep thinking about, you know, like you don't have those kind of issues in uh, – other sports because they have franchises you know there's no franchise in 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 racing you know so it's like if you don't have that funding to go race you're out of business which is what happened to don perdome what happened to kenny bernstein you know the guy they're they're out of business so uh that that's the that's the tough part but i mean it's uh you know being able to sell it i i think just getting our sport out there more hopefully you know with mellow yellow and you know the new marketing program that they got and they're going to try and spray paint it to the world um hopefully that helps you know espn you know they've got a new format that they're going to try some some live shows we're going to which is what we saw on speed years ago where they would do live uh semifinals and and finals which would be great they're going to try that this year and try and try and create some excitement because it can be done you just got to want to do it and they're wanting to do it so uh we just got keep pushing don't settle you know just Wow. Can't settle. Just like your time slip, man. You ask a crew chief if you could have made a better run, and they're always going to say, yeah. You're, you're, there's always something left on the table. You can never be satisfied. You always got to keep pressing. All right. On that note, <laughs> I can't follow that shit up, man. No, that's, that's <laughs> wow. damn good. Keep pressing. Good to have you back, man. Thank you. Somebody tells you no, ask somebody else. Somebody going to tell you yes. That's all I am. That's it. Right? Man. Absolutely. All right. There it is. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.